Hey everybody, it's Pastor Chip and I thank you for tuning in again. Today I'm going to talk about a parable. The parable of the sower, or the seeds. And this is in all the Gospels and it's mentioned many places in the Bible about sowing and seeds. But today we're going to break it down a little bit. So I'm going to read for you for a minute, starting in Luke 8, verse 5. It says, A sower went out to sow his seed, and he sowed, and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trampled down, and the birds of the air devoured it. Some fell on rock, and as soon as it sprang up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. But others fell on good ground, sprang up, and yielded a crop hundredfold. <clears throat> when he had said these things, he cried, He who has ears, let him hear. Then his disciples asked him, saying, What does this parable mean? And he said, To you it has been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to the rest of to the rest it has been given in parables that seeing they may not see, and hearing they may not understand. Now the parable is this, the seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside are the ones who hear. And then a devil comes and takes the word away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. But the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear, receive the word with joy. And these have no root, who believe for a while and in time of temptation fall away. Now the ones that fell among thorns are those who, when they have heard, go out and are choked with cares, riches, and pleasures of life and bring no fruit to maturity. But the ones that fell on the good ground are those who, having heard the word with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. So, <clears throat> you heard it said that the seed is the word of God, and those that hear it. So, we're going to talk about <clears throat> what have you done to sow the seed, or are you one that hasn't even received the seed? See, I reconnected with an old friend today, hadn't spoken in over 40 years. He's my youth leader when I grew up at our church, Dr. Joe Yelton. And um, we talked about things in the youth and, you know, things that we had done, he had done with us and things that we had done at the church. But our church had a very, a very strong youth program, and we did a lot of things. I went to Mexico as a royal ambassador uh, missionary in 75, I think it was. Uh, <clears throat> you know, we would go and do things in people's houses and stuff, and, and there's a youth uh, camp down in... Stanley County that I help with 
every year called Illumination, and we go and do things in the community and help people. Um, but what are we doing with the kids and what was done with me is we're sowing seeds, you know. You're, you're casting the word upon the hearts of the children and you're leading them by example. And you're witnessing the people in the community. It's a double-edged sword. You're using your kids to witness, and they get a feeling of accomplishment out of it, and servitude, doing the will of God to people in need of the community. And the people in the community likewise see that the church cares about them, and the kids care about them, and we pray with them, and Invite them to church. Sowing seeds. And I talked about the youth the other day at the most important ages of capturing the youth. You're sowing the seeds in the fertile soil. And see, there's a lot more than just in this parable than, than just talking about where the seed falls, if you know anything about uh, farming or or planting, you can't just go dig up a clump of dirt and throw it in a pot and throw seeds on top of it. You have to prepare the soil. You have to pull the weeds out, and you have to loosen it up, fertilize it. Well, that's what my parents did with my siblings, by getting us in the youth group. You see, they they prepared the soil. They prepared us. They brought us to church. We were mixed with like-minded people. We were doing things that were in line with our beliefs at the church. And they were... Cultivating that soil and planting the seed. And then when the seed did take, and as we grew and matured and left home, you know, we we went and did our own things, went our own ways, just as everybody does. And I'm just as guilty as the rest that I went out and enjoyed the world. I... Went crazy and wild. But you know, in all my military adventures, my travels around the world, I still associated with people that were generally of good of a good nature if that makes sense there were guys that were mean and hateful and didn't exhibit good qualities i guess you would say in their character and those are not the people that i hung with And you know, and that would be the ones the seeds that falls by the wayside.
people like that, when you hang out with people like that, the devil uses them as a tool to pull you away from like-minded people and doing good things. And But even if you were raised somewhat properly, you still lean towards the good side of life. Now, whether or not you believe in Christ, that's whether or not the seed is taken hold. But, you know, I don't know. I'm a firm believer that every person is born and knows the difference between right and wrong, good and bad. I believe everybody knows it. It doesn't mean everybody um, practices it or demonstrates it in life or chooses to follow good versus evil. But everybody knows. I believe you know if you're doing something wrong or if you're doing something good. But... My parents had us at youth all the time and at church all the time and I joined the military and I hung out with like-minded people and I went years without going to church, going places and doing things. And and you know you have consequences. I've told my children there are consequences. And I raised my children in church, and I raised them to go to youth and, and church events and hang out with good people. And, and part of being a responsible parent was I never let my kids come home and say, Hey, Dad, can I go over to uh, Janie's house? Well, who's Janie? I'd say, Who are they? Who's their parents? I want a phone number. I want to talk to them. You know, I, I didn't just arbitrarily say, okay, see ya, like a lot of parents do. That's irresponsible. But I sowed seeds of responsibility into my kids' lives. And now my children have children, and they're raising, likewise, responsible uh, responsible kids. But you know, there's no formula in the Bible that anybody that hears the word is going to sprout right on up and start teaching Sunday school and doing whatever. It took me years to come back to the Lord, but you know what? I had a good foundation. I had a good family, and we hung out with like-minded people. Now, if you go hang out with the wrong people, it can pull you down. If you're not strong in your faith, they can pull you down and drown you. I personally have had friends who said that they were going to 
hang out with these people so that they could so that they could change their way of life and lead them to the Lord. Well, if you run with a pack of dogs, eventually you're going to start picking up fleas. And that's the same with them. You're going to pick up their bad habits. You're going to pick up their, their, their lifestyle. You're going to stop doing the things that you do because you feel embarrassed or you get pulled away from the good and you're drawn to the dark. But after talking to Joe today, I've looked back at life, me and a couple of my buddies that grew up together, and we each respectively ran crazy and did crazy things. But now it's funny to see, say it's funny, I think it is funny. I think God has a sense of humor. And he said, you can run all you want to, guys, but one of these days I'm going to get you. And the two of us are preachers now. And you know... We have stories to tell. And I tell the youth, we don't tell you that we ran crazy and did ugly things because we're glorifying what we did, but we tell you this simply that we weren't always preachers. We weren't always good kids. But we were raised the right soil mixture and planted in the good soil and we were tended to by our parents and grandparents and the church people the weeds were plucked we were cultivated prayed over And we grew up to be, I guess, what God would want us to be. Is it what God wants us to be? I don't know what He wants me to be. <laughs> oh, I'm still trying to figure that out, what He wants from me. But you know what? I wake up in the morning and, and I'm thankful to be alive. And I actually look forward to running into somebody that I can talk to and share a story about my wife and suicide and survival and grace and the love of God. I enjoy telling My life story, I enjoy talking about the Bible with people. 
Do you get up in the morning and have a desire to talk about that and sow those seeds? If you've got kids, if you've got kids, let me ask you, if you've got kids, toddlers, babies, teenagers, if somebody walked up to your kid today and stuck a gun to them, and looked at you and said, are you confident that whatever happens, that that child is going to heaven or hell? Are you confident? Have you as a parent done all that you can do with your children and for your children to assure them, to assure you that if they don't wake tomorrow, that they're going to go to heaven? Do you know that you know that you really, really know that you've done all within your power to teach your children about the love of Christ and what Jesus has done for them? Do you know that if you die, will you get to see them in heaven because of your salvation? Or are you uncertain about your salvation? You know, that's one of the biggest things as a parent, as a Christian parent, it really bothered me about my children. Until they were saved, I really worried about their salvation. And I prayed, and I prayed, and I prayed. I read the Bible to them. I took them to church. I did everything I could do. But I did not. I did not force their hands. And my children came to Christ on their own. And it's one of the happiest days as a parent. I've ever had to know that no matter what happens to my children now that they will meet me in eternity you know I don't know about um, my parents stuff I never to my knowledge, the best that I can remember, I don't remember them talking about uh, what they went through and how they were saved or when or whatever, but they were. I just wish I knew a little more. But I remember... I remember mine. In every podcast... 
I flip through, I read from my wife's Bible. I love reading her notes. Her faith. Her desire to see everyone in the world come to Christ. Two weeks before she died, I remember being at church. And Kevin asked, what are, what is some of y'all's prayer concerns? And my wife raised her hand and she said that, that all the lost would come to know Jesus. Man. Mm. Can't wait. Can't wait to see her again. Just make sure when you sow your seeds that you water them. That you cultivate them. Especially that you pray over them. Don't just water, uh, plant them and forget about them. Because, you know, predators are going to come along and pluck the seeds up. you got to watch those kids. Protect them. Even until they get on, out on their own. Sometimes they just need a little advice. You'll always be a parent. But you won't always be able to control what they do. But you can... Always pray for them. And this is Pastor Chip. I thank you for tuning in. Pray for your children. Set a good foundation. Plant those seeds in good soil. God bless you.